Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the Geeksplain Book Club, where every week myself and my fellow guardians of the globe go through every single issue of every single volume of Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley's Kid Invincible. It's Kid Invincible Man. No, it's Omni-Man. Invincible. It's Kid Invon. It's Kid Kid, Kid Omni Man. Man. Kid <laughs> no, it, Omni no, Boy it, Man. Invincible Om- Omni Boy. Omni Vince Boy. In Invincible Boy, right? In Omni Vince Boy Kid Bull. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> This yeah. is your Geek Explained book club where every single Friday myself and my two compatriots here are going through the entire series of Invincible. I am joined, of course, by the two men who I would trust to fight off Doc Seismic and also to help me run away from a man who's destroying my equilibrium. First off, Jacob Brown. Oh, hey, what's up, all? And Malcolm Russell Nelson. My equilibrium. Oh, my equilibrium. Oh. <laughs> Craig. Uh, Craig. Craig. We are covering this week. We are looking at volume 10 entitled Who's the Boss? Ooh, this is, yeah, that was I, 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 want to, I want to give a little, <laughs> yeah. a little lower register on that one. <laughs> You'll so, never find. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> oh god so this is issues 48 through 53 and um this was a lot a lot happened here guys <laughs> <laughs> this was yeah. a lot oh boy oh, oh boy oh boy <laughs> like uh-huh. like pile on like this is this is the breaking point here yeah this is oh, a lot shit this was this one um, is a lot this is a lot so also i think it's fair to say a hundred percent new material a one hundred percent hundred percent all it took new was material. 10 volumes <laughs> we, did it, we, did we did it this is the final it. episode of geek explained book club thank you so <laughs> we much nailed it. we thank nailed you so it. much for there. listening this whole time we got them I would like to thank the academy i would like to thank uh i would like to thank my lord god you know god you like me you really really like like me thank you alan thank you alan so much um i would even say this is it's a little bit like 99.9 percent because there's just one little thing i know that's in here don't no stop no what are you talking about what are you you talking about i mean don't be coy what are you talking about no say it now i mean i'm talking about like what happens with titan and his boss no Uh, that hasn't happened yet yeah, uh, well, there's a little, yet. there's a confrontation. No, no, no. In there's the show. no, there's no voice I mean, there's dialogue, no, so it doesn't exactly. happen. I mean, yeah, well, voice dialogue, yeah. so it hasn't happened. It doesn't, it doesn't I mean, count. Teased it. It doesn't count. It yep. teased, teased it. It doesn't matter. Uh, okay. It doesn't matter. All right. Safe. All right. We are safe. safe. We're safe. We are completely okay. safe. I, I was just wondering because I just remember like oh, 100% yeah, there's a little piece new here. material. All right. 10 volumes. 
Jacob Brown, you got a beautiful mouth. You better shut it right now. I swear. (laughs) We finally, we finally made it. Don't, don't make us liars. Don't don't you ruin this. I'm just being the devil's advocate of like technicality here. The devil ain't going to get me today. All right. Yeah. Not today, (laughs) Satan. Not today. (laughs) Get behind me. Get behind me, Satan. Stop. (laughs) So we've got some story to talk about and um, we are kicking things off kind of in a I think it's a very interesting place to start this volume with the three best friends that anyone could have, that being Mark Grayson, (laughs) our boy William, and a very traumatized Rick Sheridan. And can I say, William's bowling shirt game is fire. Fire. Yeah. That like shirt real is so good. good. Like, so good. I've... You never see a bowling shirt with the purple on the inside. Like that is yeah. so or without like some weird freaking designs on it too. It's like this yeah. is very sleek. By the way, I love it. He he came with his own ball and his own shirt. That's that was something I was just like, I I really I, I keep forgetting about how much I do love Williams coming into his own. William's coming into his own. Slowly. Like, this is this is where I started like, you know what? I, yeah. I'm trying to like you back, man. I'm yeah, William's like getting back. into that hot boy summer. Yeah. He's, he's starting to get <laughs> there for him. Sure. He's wet, hot it. American summer. <laughs> he's feeling that wet, hot American summer. Yeah, yes, he is. <laughs> so uh, we get this scene, this actually really sad scene where Rick is showing how traumatized being turned into a reanimate made him. And though he looks very much normal on the outside he is almost i think they said like 85 percent machine so he's like yeah he's suffering and unfortunately there's no donald here to talk him down so he basically he does that disney princess thing where he has a mental breakdown and then runs off into the night <laughs> and yeah yeah it's it's sad it's very sad dramatic. because rick has gone through a lot but uh-huh. At the same time, we also get this great little moment with William and Mark because William will take any excuse to try to ride Mark into the sky. And <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. I mean, I said that. No regrets. Nope. No planning. It's true. I it's am true. Sticking with it. Yeah. It's uh, true. No retractions true. here. We don't retract uh-uh. on the uh, on the Geek Explained book club. He ain't trying to. <laughs> so. We then kind of smash cut over to our boy, Doc Seismic, who, for some reason, almost by process of elimination, has become Invincible's arch rival. Yeah. He is essentially... Yeah, to to a degree, yeah. Yeah, like, he is essentially Invincible's arch rival because he continues to come back. And he has set off a chain of events that cause these invaders from underneath the ground to attack all of the superheroes around the U.S., basically. Yeah. The greater parts of the, the image gra- universe, yeah, you yeah. mean? The greater so, yeah. image U.S. Which is uh, awesome. It's so good. Yeah, and so we get snapshots from, like, Savage Dragon. We get... Uh, Dynamo, Dynamo 5. Five. Five. And we get our boy Capes Incorporated. Capes Incorporated. Kid Thor. And also, and also, and also Wolfman. Wolfman. Oh, come on, Wolfman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does Wolfman have a giant cinder block attached to a broomstick? I don't know. But he has probably like one of my favorite, so, like, or, but he has like one of my favorite psychics, which is a vampire. And that's kind of. Fun. Oh, yeah. But does his vampire sidekick have a cinder block with a broomstick attached to it? I mean, uh, he's, he's so... got a smoke butt. 
Yeah, he's he's got he's got he's got five. I'm gonna, cloud. I, I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you. Maybe I'll get some heat from this. I rank smoke butt just under cinder block with broomstick. Sorry, I understand. Totally no, I think Sorry. you're right. It, it's totally right. fair. Everyone's entitled to be wrong once in a while. It's very fair. <laughs> it's absolutely true that so, anybody can do Jesus. that. This is this is one of those issues that really like kind of pulls back the scope and shows you just how big Invincible's universe is. Stretching things out to the entire Image Comics lineup and you know giving us these little caption boxes that are like Dragon and crew appear monthly in Savage Dragon. Oh yeah. Slingshot, Visionary, Myriad, Scatterbrain, and Scrap appear yeah. monthly in Dynamo 5. Mm. And I get... love Dynamo 5. That book was fantastic. I never heard of Dynamo 5. Check Dynamo it out. 5 is yeah. like what if Superman had five illegitimate kids? Yeah. And then all those kids grew up to have one of each of his powers. Okay, that sounds dope. I retract my It is name. fantastic. Yeah, and fantastic. then they switch halfway through the book, they switch powers. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. It's Dynamo good. 5 is super good. Everyone should go read it. It's wonderful. The, There's still the, no the woman, incorporated, but yeah. In the, There's no kids there. incorporated, but Dynamo 5 sure. slaps. Yeah. Yeah. And it's then the really woman does. there is like the the, the mom, the, right? Is, she's like the Lois Lane who yeah. was cheated on yeah. five different times. Exactly. And so she brings them all together to be like, listen. Each of you have a power. Your dad is dead. We need to. We need to. We need to bring you together. Like I'm going to train you how to use your powers. Exactly. It's awesome. It's, it's so good. So good. Really I mean, good you've character. already got me intrigued on it by the fact that one of these guys is definitely just Cyclops. So yep. I'm yeah. in. Yep. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. But yep. yeah, we've got uh, Capes Incorporated, which the caption box says: Bolt and Kid Thor appear oncely. In Capes Volume 1, Punching the Clock. (laughs) (laughs) And then we've got Wolfman. Wolfman and Zechariah. 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 The most sounding vampire name. uh, Appeared bi-monthly in The Astounding Wolfman. And then Mm -hmm. we've got the OGs. We've got Brit, Donald, and Brittany appear monthly in Brit. Yeah. And the Guardians of the Globe appear occasionally in Invincible. Yeah, <laughs> now, we talked about this, you know, a while back when um, when Capes was first uh, introduced into Invincible. And I thought when I read through this at first, I thought, oh, these are jokes. And then coming to find out that these are actual comics makes me incredibly. I mean, obviously, with the exception of Sabbath Dragon, but like. Uh-huh. I love this. I love everything yeah. about this. But so all of the superheroes around the entire world are captured. Meanwhile, Cecil's wheeling and dealing. He's getting uh-huh. one-on-one time with Debbie, and he's telling her, like, hey, so we know that Olivier has powers now, and I <laughs> am kind of hurt that you didn't tell me. And uh-huh. Debbie's like, I don't need to tell you shit about Olivier. So uh-huh. I love that. I yeah. love Debbie, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Debbie awesome. don't give no fucks. She's awesome. I'm Debbie ready right, for, for uh, Walter Goggins and Sandra O oh to have this conversation in the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can almost hear it like, yeah. immediately, which is mm-hmm. wonderful. Absolutely, you can. Just like the, I'm hurt. Like the, <laughs> yeah. the quick, curt way that he would put emphasis on that. It's really right. good. Oh, so good. So basically, uh, Cecil gets word that all the superheroes around the world, except for literally Invincible and Adam Eve, have been captured. And coincidentally enough, Invincible has gone down to Africa to visit Eve after that hella awkward uh, separation that they had in the last volume. And Eve's rightfully mad. Mm -hmm. 
Eve is rightfully a little upset where she's like, you, you don't get to just decide when I'm ready to talk about this. And he's just like, just clueless Mark Grayson. He just, he doesn't, Mark Grayson's a good person, but like, he just doesn't <laughs> Relationships are not his strong suit. And this might be this next page, which shows uh, Invincible taking Adam Eve once they find out about everything. This oh might God. be the moment that I was like, this is Ryan Otley's book. And these are Ryan yeah. Otley's characters. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Because this shot of them flying across, you know, the ocean line is it's so beautiful. distinctly Ryan Otley art. Yeah. Yeah. And it's again it's with the hand coming out of the page too. Out, them out coming the 3D. Yeah, the, the, the sunset and everything, the atmosphere yeah. of it. Yeah. It is such a, a beautiful bit. Yeah. yeah. It's well, I, I wanted to like emphasize like it's really good, but also the colorist with uh, what's oh, what's yeah. his face? Uh, uh, so yeah. FCO, what, yeah. No, uh, this is still this is still Crabtree. Is this just Crabtree? Okay, because yeah. holy yeah. shit, the, the way things pop out in this volume are incredible yeah that, bill crabtree who's been the colorist on his book since day one yeah we're gonna get to the new colorist but yeah and, yeah. and we've the, you know we've talked a lot about um uh about ryan otley and Corey walker both of their art but we do definitely need to give props to bill crabtree like yeah his his, his coloring is what makes this book pop and yeah. it really does bring a lot to the table when it comes to presenting this book how it should be yeah and like when you think of like the bright colors of invincible's costume like that's all him mm -hmm. everything like that is iconic when it comes to colors all his doing so mm -hmm. hat tip to you mr crabtree but, well done like seriously well done exactly yeah, super good and so Invincible and Adam Eve happen upon Doc Seismic, who has captured everyone and put them in little uh, little water balloons. And <laughs> the threat of these water balloons is that if someone tries to bust out of one part of it, it is, I guess, it's tighter. Like, yeah, it gets mm -hmm. tighter and crushes everything around it. So classic villain plot, classic right? villain plot. But he hasn't killed them yet, which is very interesting. And when Invincible and Eve bust through. Did someone uh, say rescue? Just. <laughs> and I love Eve's response to that. She's just like, like, landing, in the, like... landing in the middle of hundreds of hostile creatures and spouting a silly line. That about the extent of your plan. We really should have talked more on the way over. It's like, no, no, I, I swear. There's a plan. There's a plan. <laughs> there is no plan. Let's just, be clear here. It's sure. very much Peter Parker in Spider-Man 2 and he's trying to hold the train and the guy's yeah. like, I need more bright ideas. He's like, yeah, I've got a few. I'm working <laughs> on it. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, I so, love what he says retorted. It's like, just use your pink stuff and blow up, blast all these guys. Yeah, there was definitely no plan and he is just trying to <laughs> figure this out, which I love. Mark Grayson's an idiot. Mark Grayson's an idiot. He's a good person, but, but he's, he's a good a, person. He's a that's, himbo. That's all for sure. He's a himbo. He's for sure a himbo. Absolutely. <laughs> himbo. And so um, the rescue operation does not go according to plan. And uh, Invincible, after beating the shit out of all of these creatures, passes out. Mm -hmm. And he's just, mm -hmm. it. it's what's refreshing is that he can, like, he is very clearly the most powerful character in this world but he can still get his ass kicked and lose yeah he's yeah, in bad that. shape 
Also, let's talk about the fact that, for lack of a better term, uh, Eve gets tongue punched. She absolutely gets tongue punched, and yeah. it is really, um, <laughs> which is really gross. Yeah, unfortunate. yeah, it's really weird. Like, it's like a I weird choice. Like these, these like mall like worms creatures were just like ah, oh, this is already frightening and disgusting enough. And then the little, yeah. like the little like who like what is? I also was thinking, I was like anatomy anatomy wise, like what. What is that for? What is that? What yeah. is that for anyway? Why? Like, yeah. why is it? It's clearly for tongue punching. Uh, I guess so. I well, shoot. guess so. Mm, that's I terrible. Mean, it's, it's, it does what it does. So, <laughs> before it this is what it weird. is. It so is what we, it is. So we can also, Zechariah and, and Wolfman, too. Uh, they do escape. They do bust they out. Don't. Yeah. And then they really are quickly fast. subdued. Yeah. And Zechariah has strong Billy Connolly vibes, which I think is yes, really interesting. Yes, he does. Yeah, he looks, looks so and wild. in my head sounds like Billy Connolly. Yes, yes, <laughs> which exactly. I think is fun. Yes, yes, I totally agree with I that. I sign off on that. <laughs> I would, I would, I would like, sign off for that. That's who plays him in the movie, for sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like in the show, when they pop up in the show, we need we need Billy. Like, it needs a Billy Connolly. Yeah, yeah, it needs a Billy Connolly. Also, real quick, this is a minor thing, but the last page of this uh, opening chapter where Invincible falls and Doc Seismic's like, I win. I love Wins. this fucking shirt. That shirt is so tight with the Richter. Yeah, with the Richter lines. Like, it's such a tight shirt. Cool. Yeah. I would super be down. And that. I also so, like, I also like the like Beatles esque jacket that he's got, like the Sergeant yes. Pepper jacket that he's yeah. got on too. Absolutely, yeah. this man was clearly part of the uh, part of the Yellow Submarine. Back in the oh yeah, <laughs> like back in the oh, day, yeah. he was so, definitely a Beatles fan. Yeah. So Cecil realizes, oh shit, all of my big guns are down, and so he goes to the reserves, the backups, the DA Sinclairs of them all, where he's basically like, okay, so we're gonna get your reanimator and we're gonna send them out there. And when all hope seems lost, who busts in leading these reanimator? It's your boy Darkwing. Motherfucking Darkwing. Yeah. Dark murdering dark. And I love that Invincible immediately is just like, the fuck? Like, these are two these are two uh in the Reanimate and Darkwing. These are two uh characters from this comic that are very unique to Invincible mm-hmm. in that he is the only one who's really dealt with them. Right. And mm-hmm. so to him, he's like what the fuck is going on? And everyone's just like, yeah, shit, let's do it. Let's go. I <laughs> love that. I love that everyone else is like, no, like he just, he's about to save the day. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you talking us. about? And Mark feels like a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because he's like, no, like that guy's a murderer. I fought those guys on a college campus. They turned my buddy into one of those, which yeah. means that the person who made those is working with the government because they have flags on their shoulders. Like, that's <laughs> a problem. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, even it, it takes image like the the superhero of image like uh, savage dragon to like try and calm him down and he's just like no it's like a superman moment he's just like look yeah do you need to calm down here it's like you're acting like a lunatic right now and he's like shut the shut up get off of me and it's like oh oh wow it's like oh that's this is this is getting serious now and in the middle of this invincible and darkwing defeat doc seismic but the more important and interesting stuff is when (laughs) mark seems like a crazy person He's uh-huh. like, no, you fucking like this guy was killing people. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? We didn't hear about any of this. And that's when Mark realizes 
oh shit cecil's behind this yeah cecil shows up and is like mark stand down and he's like all right get out of here go cool off we'll talk later yeah (laughs) man and he says he's like he murdered people he was a cold-blooded killer why doesn't anyone know about this and it's kind of true like you just kind of expect as a comic book reader for like oh you know super power shenanigans are going on must be in the news right and you see just how far cecil's reach is yeah it's kind of terrifying it's really Uh, interesting it's like if jason todd became batman and then everyone was just cool with him becoming Batman. i was like wait a second but that was a stretch of time where Reddy was a murderer. Were you like, killing people? Yeah. Were you just killing shot a dude? Right? Weren't you like, that? Uh, yeah. You were that hood guy that was. Uh, what was the color? It was like brown or something like that. Red. Yeah. Red. Yeah. yeah. You okay. Were clearly yeah. killing people, and everyone yeah. just being like, "I didn't hear about that at all." He it's like, no, I have no idea. Right? What... Yeah. Exa- that's exactly. What it <laughs> that's exactly like, no, what it is. <laughs> it's one hundred percent that, which is interesting because this book comes out maybe five or six years after Jason Todd has come back. And yeah. I think that's just a very interesting thing. It is <laughs> yeah. quite interesting indeed. Yeah. Quite interesting. So Mark goes off to blow off some steam. Uh, Eve shows up and she's just like, hey, like what's going on? And he explains it to her and she's like, I didn't hear about any of this. And he's basically like, I need to go get some answers. So I will meet up. We will meet up later uh, because we still need to talk about this tension between us. Uh, but I need to get some answers from Cecil. And this whole scene is one this of my is favorites the in the entire series. So yeah. It, in the top in in the top five moments of the series. For this sure. is in that top five. This is yeah. I think it's so, one of the best moments. And it yeah, brings it up it re- it's the return of one of the best plot devices. Yes. <laughs> the and invisible so, room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mark shows up, he's like, Love You it. need to give me answers, and Cecil's basically like what are you talking about? And he's he starts fucking gaslighting him, being like, didn't you kill a guy? Like, why are you talking about Dark mm-hmm. killing people when you killed mm-hmm. someone too? And he's like, like you're the one who needs to watch your temper. Remotely yeah. the same thing, which it isn't. Very no. clearly. It no, was it an accident. Not. Yeah, he, yeah, he keeps mentioning it's like it was like it was an accident. That's what happened with that. With only timing that you could attribute to someone like Ezra Miller, D.A. Sinclair walks in at that exact moment and he's just like, oh, hey, I can come back. And he's like covered in blood and he's just like, yeah, are you what's going on? And Mark's just like, are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> that, that panel of Mark saying, what the hell is he doing here? Yeah. is one of the best panels I've ever seen in my life. So it's, what? It's, it's like, what? <laughs> You can, you can like, I can clearly hear it, like, Stephen Yun just from the previous uh, page, just going like, Angstrom Levy threatened to kill my mother, Darkwing was, and then he just comes in, he's like, oh, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't know you were here. And he's like, what the hell is he doing here? Like, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like shouting at him, and he's like, this is bullshit. Like, you said he was going to have, you know, he was going to see justice like this is ridiculous and a cecil's like come here i want to talk to you real quick and i re- reading through this even this time on just my second read through on this i still don't pick up on it until it's the next page exactly yeah, because exactly. there's so many exactly. times where he's just like here come here we got to talk about this and then they go into the white room and i'm uh-huh. like 
what and i remember distinctly because it was not that long ago me reading this for the first time going why are they going in here and then just being more focused on the dialogue because this is that's the thing stuff it's, that's what's it it great a it's so stuff. heavy in the dialogue that you barely notice the white around them because you're focusing on the words you're like no yeah. it's not blank pages so it you know they're in the right room whatever you know yeah. it's a quiet place to talk you don't then, realize it until it hits. Yeah, yeah, until it hits Mark, because he's just like, he says, no, this isn't right. You can't do this, Cecil. You can't. You, why are we in the white room? Why'd you bring me here? And the next page, and he just goes, the element of surprise. And like all these reanimate re so just come out of nowhere. Good. Yeah, that is that is a bravo Robert Kirkman moment. Like that is such a great moment. One of my favorite cliff, like it's right up there with "Son, We Need to Talk." In yeah, yeah, hangers, yeah. Like uh -huh. in this series, yeah. like, oh shit! This book does cliffhangers the best, like end of any comic. Any like, comic, yeah. So all the constant yeah. cliffhangers so in the series are amazing. I mean, the think of all the ones we've had so far: the "Son, We Need to Talk," or the you know, uh, uh, Mark going to the planet. And the last page is Nolan as like their king, and he's like, "Son, hey, it's like, like, hey, we need to talk." talk. I was like, "Oh, no. <laughs> you know, or the following issue with the kid, like you know, yeah. it's they're the master of cliffhangers in this yeah. book. And speaking of being the masters of what they do, this fucking cover for chapter three, man, issue fifty's cover issue is 50. so good, and Holy also using the white space because they're in the white room. Yeah. It's such a good tip off, uh -huh. this like. Oh my God, it is incredible. And it tells you absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely if right. If anything, Invincible looks like the villain. It's, it's a misdirection, yeah. the framing of that. Mm-hmm. Super yeah. freaking good. And, and, and Mark just starts wailing on these things. Just these, he has gotten stronger. He even says like, I've been working out. Yeah. Like I've mm -hmm. been doing this. And so um, he's fighting against these things. And I really, I want to get into this these two panels on the uh, on the second page, the last two panels. Um, do either of you want to read this, or would you would you like me to? I can do it. What do, what it. do we? So I'll throw a hat. This this Cecil speech for the last two panels of page two. Go. You sound like a child. Blow the whistle on me. The public knowing what I really do. How? How would they ever find out? I think you underestimate my reach. My hands are in every pie, Mark. That's how I'm able to do what I really do. I don't think you quite realize the gravity of the situation. I protect the world. And you're going to stop me? That makes you my enemy. Oh, that oh. fucking... Oh, I just... I love that. The, you I can hear God in saying that. In that, yeah. in that speech bubble, because it's surrounded by that red... That uh, red? Border. Yeah. The emphasis yeah so freaking cool and so yeah. like you can hear goggin saying that like yeah. it, it yeah. makes complete sense this is gonna mm -hmm. be an incredible moment in the show it oh, better yeah. be in like season three or four like we better not get there very soon Dude, I <laughs> this being the season three finale like yeah this mark this... getting betrayed again yeah it could it could be the season two finale if season yeah. two is a little longer it could yeah. be season two finale sure. I, yeah. I could be okay with that but so, in me, we need time before we get to this. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no, this seems more season three because like season two seems more like about like the Voltramites coming back, you know, and or then maybe Alan. Or maybe that's this is the season three opener. Like, Probably. 
You better that would be good. Oh yeah, that'd be good. This. Yeah, that would be really good. And then the whole season, Mark trying to get by without like any like government help and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. the struggle, yeah. the struggle with that. Yeah, that's pretty. That would be that'd good. Be really good. Yeah. So Mark is kicking the crap out of these things, and there's starting to be this little warning that says, "Warning: White Room subterfuge failure." And it's like counting Ooh, down. And at a certain yes. point, Cecil's like, "Crap!" And I thought, reading this for the first time, I was like, "Oh." He's realizing he doesn't have enough guys and he's getting nervous. Uh-huh. Like, cool. uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Fuck nope. you, Cecil. You're about to get nope. fucked. And it's a, and it goes to white room subterfuge failure in three, two, and Mark says, So that's it? Is that all you your robots? You really didn't plan for this, did you? Did you think I'd just give up and step back in line? And then boom. White room goes away. And there is a metric fuck ton of reanimen <laughs> in this stadium sized room no it is literally a metric fuck ton. It, that's that's true it's yeah. wall to wall yeah it's like wall to wall yeah. pe- of yeah. them there everywhere. are animen from the windows to the wall till yeah. mark's sweat drops down and yeah so goes, mark starts uh... fighting against <laughs> <laughs> And Mark gives in, and he goes back in line, and uh, the comic pretty much ends from there. Yeah, no, that's it. That's really it. Honestly, that's it. Was hey, you know what? I was wrong. Finish it with fifty issues. Yeah, (laughs) and that's you know, this is the final episode of the Geek Explained Book Club. I want to thank you all for listening (laughs) with us here. No, of course not. Of course, Mark does not stand down. Cecil's basically like, look, like I don't want to, I don't want to throw these guys at you, but like you should probably give up and he's bluffing he's full-on bluffing because he knows mark is going to rip through all of these guys yeah and mark's like okay cool fine i'm gonna bust up this entire place and then cecil pulls out his ace in the hole his amanda waller device his amanda, amanda waller, waller device. device this is oh this is when God. cecil this is when cecil becomes amanda waller for the yes, rest of the series like actually this is this is the most amanda waller thing possible mm-hmm. and it's revealed that cecil put a device alongside um the communicator in mark's ear that fucks with his equilibrium and you know it was an experiment they didn't feel like they knew how his powers work but they figured it was tied to his equilibrium and it was realized, right after the fight with omni man yeah when yes. he was in their care which was issue 13. Yeah. <laughs> so he's had 50. this he's yes. had this bomb in his ear since the entire then. time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and so messed up. And I love this exchange too on the next page where he's basically like, You put a weapon in me? And Cecil tries to like explain it and he Mark does not hear it. He's just like, You put a weapon in me. Like the rage that is coming out of him is so good and so there's a great moment where further on down this page cecil like presses the button it like fucks with his equilibrium causes him immense pain and while mark is like just crumpled up in a ball he just goes what do you think the range is on that thing and cecil's like what are you talking and he just boom like mark just flies away because he's trying to get some distance but thanks to Cecil's little time slide uh, teleporter. Mm-hmm. He's able to catch up to him <laughs> real quick. And 
it becomes this game of cat and mouse where Mark is trying to get away from Cecil. And it's this great secret. The two page spread. <laughs> this is, this is my favorite to my favorite page in this volume is, uh, is this, so is this good. particular, I just love Cecil coming out and going like, crap, 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 crap. 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 <laughs> it's just like, yeah. And it's like, just when he just like, all right, all right. And ah, gotcha. And the click and, it's just like oh it's so good just like flying him just breaking all the barriers in in all these panels and just cecil trying to catch up like he's it's so it's my favorite part my favorite part in this whole book here it's really good (laughs) and so he ends up crashing into the base of the guardians of the globe and everyone's like holy fuck like what happened to you and he's like you know you got you gotta help me you gotta get this thing out of my ear and cecil just steps through and like the fucking snake that he is mm-hmm. he's just like hey guys don't worry about it he's betrayed all of us he's threatening you know global security i'm gonna need you to restrain him and like he's basically just saying like mark's a fucking crazy person he's gone insane he tried to attack me and mark's like no and he explains his side and cecil can't can't weasel his way out of this one and everyone's suddenly like yo is that true and he just go and he hits him with the device again and he just says you're spreading like a virus ruining everything i don't care anymore we'll sort this out after you've all been restrained attack (laughs) and then we get the reanimen versus the guardians and i love that shit yep yes yes so freaking good and Rexplode acting like he's Spider-Man. Like, seriously. All of yeah. his, like, especially now, his fucking, his, the way that he uses his little yeah, wrist cannon the, yeah, it has, Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. It's the two the two finger, like, trigger yeah. device, pretty much. And he's so, just like, really? So in my headcanon, they asked Mark for ideas on how to improve Rex's hand. Mm-hmm. And Mark, since he teamed up with Spider-Man... Like, said hey really why don't you cool make him idea. do this like yeah yeah i saw this really cool thing <laughs> so just know that's my head cannon that that's, yes. that's down to mark doing that yeah Maybe if we also decide that unintentionally and unconsciously uh rex says thwip whenever he does it <laughs> as opposed to the as opposed to the scoom this yeah, i like that it makes a scoom 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 well, when it hits the trigger in Cecil's hand, it doesn't make a thwap. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Okay. So, so defense you rests. might be right. So the defense um, rests. <laughs> Rex destroys the device, which unfortunately causes a fail safe, meaning that the uh, ringing um, frequency that causes Invincible so much pain is on an unending loop. And so all of the Guardians are like, we don't know what's happening, what's going on, and Mark is defenseless, and these Reanimen are killing him, and it is incredibly like tense. And Cecil even gets this moment where he's like, "Dear God, what have I done?" Until Robot is able to successfully block the frequency, Invincible rallies back. That he... panel of Invincible slapping their heads off of their nets yeah. is terrifying. One of them in half, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. terrifying. Fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like, this is as desperate as we've seen him. Yeah. And it is just incredible. And so Cecil's basically like, you know what? Fuck this. Invincible, you're fired. The rest of you, if you want to quit, whatever, you're done. And he goes to leave. 
and Invincible swipes him before he can get into his little teleport door, and he lays into this guy. Yeah, which is badass. Absolutely badass. He says, if we're done, we're done. Get it? I don't want you in my life. I don't want you messing with me. Whatever I've been paid, whatever you've given us, it's mine. You stay away from my family. I don't want you talking to my mother. I don't want you coming to my house. Stay away from Olivier. If you try to recruit my little brother, I'll kill you. And he drops him. Oh, oh so badass. Cool. Badass so, moment. So freaking cool. And so he he heads home. He has a little reunion with everybody, lets them know what's going on. And then him and Eve finally have this moment where they're able to reconcile the differences and begin their relationship officially. And we got little Olivier being a peeping Tom. Uh-huh. <laughs> Saying gross. Yeah. And so in the back up for this issue we get okay at yeah. long yes. last the secret origin of cecil stedman hell yeah malcolm you want to take this away so uh starts off with brit bursting through a window to save agent cecil stedman who's tied up to this gigantic bomb uh this like acid bomb love the i love that he has the same hair it's young cecil um i am blanking on the name of these two uh, uh, the two who have them, they're like the prisoner society thing. Yeah, or, yeah, um, uh, yeah. They're they they're the worst. They actually they actually say their name. They say it later, right? I'm yeah. not seeing. I'll, it I'll, uh, I'll look they it. they are the order yeah. of the freeing fists. Yes, order, order of the freeing fists. Fist. Thank you. Order of the freeing fists. Yeah. So Brit bursts in to save Cecil, uh, but uh oh. They go and detonate the weapon, and all this acid just leaks out everywhere. They're like, finally, like our plan is going to be great. This is going to spark a revolution. It gets on Cecil's face, melts his face away, melts a lot of him away. Like from what most melts a lot of him away. Like he yeah. looks real bad. Brit is fine because Brit's invulnerable, baby. Uh, Brit's Brit, baby. Yeah, so maybe it's Brit. Then it, bitch. it's Brit, bitch. <laughs> Brit. Hashtag uh, free Brit. Uh, I love I love it. And free Brit. <laughs> uh, so it flashes to weeks later. Brit's visiting Cecil in the hospital. Cecil's gotten a full like facial reconstruction thing, except for the classic scar that we've seen on his mouth. And Brit's like, "What? Mm-hmm. What's up with the scar? I thought they fixed like all of you." And Cecil's like, "No, like I want this to be, a rem- I-, I want this as like a memento mori. Like I, I want to remember where I failed. Every time I look in the mirror, I'm going to see that failure." This will help me to let it never happen again. So flashes to years later, there's a big old attack from the not serpent society, the lizard league uh, on the Pentagon. Uh, mm-hmm. That big old chungus one who messed up Rex. We see him attacking uh, Cecil shooting him. And who stops this guy? But the people who ruined the Cecil's order face. Of the freeing fist. Yeah. The order of the freeing fist. Yeah. And Cecil saves his boss and is like what the hell are they doing here and his boss is like listen i have them working for me you know like that's just that's just how it is they're they're working to stay out of behind bars uh we'd be dead without them and cecil's not having it he's like well you know let me thank them and shoots them both and kills them both Dude, which so is good. awesome so cool so good and then the guardians of the globe show up and they're like oh my god cecil what did you do guardians classic <laughs> like and it's guardians classic Let's talk about Black Samson right now. I was Black that Samson was, I has got to talk about Black Samson. Oh, the man. goddamn coolest looking costume. My God, this guy is a Mac. 
I mean, he's Jeff Black Lightning, <laughs> but he looks yeah, so he's badass. An absolute unit, like oh my yeah. god, what a like, what a stud. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But the the hair and everything, you know, just like the the Power Cage just, Black Lightning look. Yeah, it's yeah, so I good. love it. I it's love so it. Good. And yeah, it's the first time we see all these characters since uh, you know they were murdered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then it goes to months later. Cecil's been locked up for this, uh, and his boss is visiting him and saying, "Listen." You know, we we need you. I need you. Like, we need you for the country. I'm about to step down. We need someone to take my place. I think now you understand what's going on here. Like, you, you've you seen the ropes, man. You, sometimes you have to compromise, mm-hmm. you know, like, in order for security's sake. And it, it's just a really interesting look at Cecil. Uh, this is when Cecil now sees... Uh, so it flashes again to Cecil being in charge and sees the first time that Omni-Man is on Earth and stops this monster. And he's like, I want to go talk to that guy. Let me go talk to that guy. And goes and talks to him and kind of recruits him to save the world. Um, you know? And... Uh... <laughs> they also do <laughs> a really interesting retcon here, which yes. gives me conflicting feelings. Yes, they do do an interesting retcon, don't they? Yeah. You want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, So after this first meeting between uh nolan and or nolan and uh nolan Nolan. you know he flies off and cecil's like all right so um what's the what's the haps and we see not donald walk in and he's just like look we monitored everything during your conversation his heart rate respiration body temperature pupil dilation everything we could use to determine the truthfulness of his statements and Cecil says, okay, and? And the guy goes, he's lying. He's lying. So they mm-hmm. knew. Uh-huh. Cecil knew something was up from, was up with him from the get. And uh-huh. he says, I'd make a deal with the devil himself if it meant the safety of this planet and the people on it. That's my job. That's what I do. So we see that growth or regression, technically. Yeah. Um, yeah where he has be you know he has acquired the same ideologies as his boss mm-hmm. and it's kind of sad if it, and it's interesting because that's the same exact line that he tells mark yeah as well he told mark that same right. exact line i would yeah, yeah. i would make a deal with the devil if it meant saving the you know it, very interesting uh yeah the compromise of cecil stedman is uh, it's tragic. really interesting it's very yeah. tragic it's very because tragic. Ex- especially i love that you get this juxtaposed with the big falling out between mark and cecil yeah because you get to see like oh you know 20 25 years ago cecil was in the same exact position that mark same is in right position. now right. where he was like this sucks this is disgusting yeah. why would you do this and to see how far he's fallen mm-hmm. which is a really interesting commentary on just you know uh government procedure and yeah. just going with the norm yeah. and accepting the status quo. It's a really interesting like commentary on that, man. It's it's super cool. Good Great. stuff. And so we get into this next chapter, and this next one is uh, it's all Olivier all the time. All new, all, all awesome. new, all different Olivier. FCO Placentia. Yeah. Yes. Tell me a little bit about this because I know you've been dying to talk about this. So different colorists. Listen, Bill Crabtree. I love Bill Crabtree, man. I think he's wonderful on this book. FCO Placentia, the colors immediately look different. And I'm not saying it's bad. It's just that it looks very different. And it kind of makes the book look like a different book, which is really interesting. They have a little bit more of a gloss to them. Uh, FCO 
really came into prominence after this by going to uh, New 52 uh, Batman, mm-hmm. uh, working yeah. with Greg Capullo, where that kind of made FCO a big like superstar. There's a lot of really interesting color stuff there. Um, but this is a lot brighter of a palette than you would get in a Batman book. But yeah, uh, and you'll see later on in this first like 10 issues that FCO is on, the color adjusts and changes kind of like each issue, just a little bit and just gets a little bit of a different sheen on it, a little bit of a different style. It's interesting. So keep an eye out for it. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, like you said, it immediately, you can feel like, I think you saying gloss is right on the nose like yeah you can see the gloss on people and this feels much more like an animated like this looks cartoon board yeah Mm -hmm. this is everything and not in like like a bad way because i don't want to sound like that's a bad thing no but it does have the style of an animated show i would say like up until this point the comic has been very much a comic uh, like uh, very much a regular superhero comic it wasn't really dyne- uh, it wasn't really popping out as much but it was like enough to be just getting your interests far enough here and then it gets to this point and it's just i didn't realize how freaking beautiful the shadows and the shadings and like the like lots of shadows. The, like the, yeah. the 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 real pop the what really pops out the most to me is just the shadows and the and the lighting in these in these issues of just mm-hmm. how beautiful like it, it, the 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 light emulating from like uh I was just gonna say yeah uh uh the 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 mag magma guy and a bunch of stuff that happens later on like just lighting uh, the effects of like certain powers you know if there's a light a lighting effect or so the portal pops out when somebody comes out of the portal when like cecil comes out of it it's mm-hmm. just so glossily put well put together um, yeah yeah and so we visit with our uh our not teen team in the not base of the team teen team, team. Uh, <laughs> the members of the guardians of the globe who quit following the incident that being rexplode monster girl robot and bulletproof hell yeah joined by adam eve where it looks like she's moving back since she's together with mark She's bringing her talents back to South Beach, and she is coming back to uh, kind of be with everybody. And there's this great, one of the best moments of this volume. Hell yeah. Where she's really having her first conversation with Rex that they've had in a long time. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. um, so he's, he's like... Uh, what are you even doing here? I thought you lived in Africa somewhere. She's like visiting jerk face, but I am moving back here. I'm not giving up on the continent, but I can't focus on it anymore. There's just too much to do. By the time I'm finished fixing an area, it's already starting to fall apart. I can't do it all on my own. I just don't have the resources to make lasting change. Invincible said he'd help me out, but I don't think that would. And then Rex just goes, Invincible, huh? Invincible. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, we're, uh, we're dating now, I guess, which is another reason and I'm moving back and rex just goes hey that's great news Eve. i'm happy for you two or i'm happy for you you two will make a great couple and there's this pause and she goes when did you stop being a total jerk and he just gives the best <laughs> shrugs the best nightwing <laughs> shrug <laughs> <laughs> and that is 
the completion of the Rexplode character arc. Like he has been through all of this stuff. He's kind of a changed it. man. And I, I love, love it. that for him. It's so, so good. It's so, so freaking good. good. Uh, we do see Cecil checking in with the other Guardians of the Globe, the ones that remain, that being uh, Samson, the Immortal, Duplicate, and our boy, the Shapesmith. Uh-huh. Cecil yeah. introduces the newest member of the Guardians of the Globe, Darkwing. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Motherfucker. He's like, way yeah. to twist the knife on yeah, top of all man. of this. That's you know? the thing. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, oof. Oof, man. But I love like everyone's just like, yeah, we're welcome to have you on board and everything like that. And I just love Shape Smith going like, who the hell is this guy again? <laughs> <laughs> With a sick new uh new costume for duplicate, by the way. Yeah. Love it. Looking I love good. that costume. So it looks good. real cool. Uh we get very fantastic for you kind of. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We get a little bit of Titan that's going to come up later. And then we get to see that uh, our boy Art Rosenbaum's been a little busy here. And he made Olivier a costume. Yes. Mm-hmm. With it. shorts. I love With it. With shorts. He's it's got shorts. the bicycle shorts. He's got the bicycle shorts, man. I love it. It's so cool. Also, real quick, his colors are that of Robin by the way, like yeah. Robin, the boy wonder, like the red, <laughs> yellow, black, everything. Yeah. Like even the, sh- like he's so he specifically him Robin like colors. Yeah. Like, seriously. It. It's so good. It's like my favorite thing. I just love the, the pants didn't the, the shorts. I just love the shorts and then the boots connected. The it's boots. Like, the most yeah. like Burt Ward thing you could possibly do with it. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> and I love that he loves it. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. That's always my favorite costume. thing about the Robins is like they love being in the costume, you know, like he puts it on. He's like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, hell yeah, this costume rocks. And, and um, yeah. he announces himself. He says, hell yeah, this costume rocks. And he announces his new superhero name and fall on the home. That is French for kid Omni man. I yeah, love that he... you looked that up. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so When oh I have god. a bit, I commit to the bit. Oh my god. Well <laughs> like, played. Oh my god. Well so, played and tut tut. So Infant Only <laughs> Holmes basically is very he's he's excited. And Mark is immediately not okay with this. He's like, hey, look, listen, come over here. Like, you can't call yourself Omni Man, dude. Like, it's <laughs> like this is a bad idea. And the little enfant is basically like, what's the problem? Like, he's our dad. I want to honor him. And this yeah. is the this is planting the seed on the stuff that's going to happen later on in this volume. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there is a very clear difference. And uh-huh. Olivier and Mark are very different people. And it is going to drive a big wedge between them eventually. So Art isn't done with a uh, with a new costume. He also presents Mark with a new costume. The slick symbiote suit. Yes! For Mark, it's the blue and black variant. A worse costume. What? Oh, man. <laughs> it's a worse oh, costume. Man. All right, all right. Oh, debate it. Hard. Fight. Go. Oh, now. that hurts. It hurts so it much. Doesn't, it, it just, I, I just don't. Like, I also, it just looks wrong. I don't know. I've never true. liked this costume. I've never liked it. I like the original, not even like the original original, but the one that he just had, I like so much. Like, 
post knee pads. I like that yeah. costume so much. <laughs> but this is just like, I don't know, uh, too dark, too edgy. I, I think this best uh, represents like who Mark is right now. That's that's kind of what I I I I'm gonna say I was right there with you, Mike uh, Malcolm, but it's because of. Yeah, I was like, really? He's getting a new costume? Why does he need a new costume? Australian there for a second. Sorry. I, Mike. Uh, Mike. Mark, wait hey, there, Mike. I'm right there, Mike. Oh, it's like, I, yeah. it's not a costume. No, it's, it's a costume. It, yeah, it's just like, seriously. What's this little Omni kid? It's a, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got the, I got the new dark, uh, New Dirk, I'm just going Minnesota now. Anyway, yeah. um, so, uh, no. Oh uh, gosh, I'm just really excited to I've been go watching fight a lot. I've been, I've been rewatching oh, the series gee. Fargo, so it's kind of like stuck in my head right now. That makes um, sense. Okay. This, oh gosh, Mark. Oh, Human gosh. lives aren't oh, special Mark. at all. Oh Mark. Oh don't you know? Oh Mark. Don't you know, Mark? All these people are insignificant. Oh, Mark. Oh, oh Mark. Think, Mark. Think. Don't you know? Uh, <laughs> oh, don't you uh, think, Mark? But, don't you but, think? But real quick, yeah, the costume. It's, it's. I, 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 I think I, I didn't like it either. But, but when you start seeing him in the costume and the the way things continue in this volume, it kind of best represents him because it really does feel like the black suited uh, uh, Spider Man feel as basically what it feels like because it feels mm -hmm. like Mark is honestly being consumed by what he thinks is right and and questioning yeah. uh whether it is the right thing to do but but he's so determined and so stuck that this is the way to be yeah. that like it's not he's not uh he's not recognizing the changes that are going around on top of it, it so almost... that, I, I agree like he i miss the yellow i'm gonna tell you that i yeah. I, I really the love yellow. the yellow it and... almost represents that loss of innocence that he had it yeah. does like it which does. I totally get. Plus, with the left panel that reveals the costume, getting major Nightwing and Robin vibes. Yeah. The way that yeah, standing in the background is very like yeah. Jason Todd. This is the best day of my life before yeah. he gets yeah. murdered. Oh, God. Crowbar. Uh, uh, I was also going to say, this kind of feels a little bit getting close to... Um, uh the grant morrison batman and robin run with uh damien as uh as uh robin and like tim drake as, as batman an apt comparison yeah isn't like, it interesting that yeah. this came out maybe a year before that yeah weird. you know that's yeah. weird you know, weird just say weird thing like convenient so hmm. they get their first outing with um with the two of them working together and they are battling against what the fuck are these guys? Uh, it's <laughs> it's it's mag. It's not magma. It's a uh, uh, god furnace. Inferno. It's like furnace. I think. Yeah. Uh, and then the the and then the Russian electro. Yeah. The, I can't yeah, remember Russian his electro. name. Either uh, way, okay. they both fucking suck. <laughs> uh, they're, they're trying to break out multipole. Multipole. Our good friend multipole. Who doesn't, doesn't suck? suck. He's fucking. But they're up. trying to break him out for Titan because Titan owes uh, the the the. the I don't remember guy. his name. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. So basically, uh, Olivier gets smacked around. Mark beats the shit out of them, and he's basically like, "All right, you and me, get out of here. Like, you don't. You need to make better choices." He is automatically not prepared to have a sidekick, and he mm -hmm. is just kind of freaking out yeah. which gives a great little segue to a familiar scene 
the missile silo where only months earlier <laughs> explode single-handedly saved the world yeah and, and who not project pegasus yeah, yeah. Good. But, but um, what about things real quick when they like bring this silo back up? I love that they didn't repair the hole. They just yeah. push yep. all the rubble back together yep. with like and just tape, tape it up. And yeah. everything is like the most like wait, isn't this like a a nuclear missile silo from the United your, States and they don't have the funding your taxpayer to... dollars at work, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the conversation here is really uh, self-aware too. Cause they're like, I can't believe they still haven't finished the repairs after the attack from the lizard league. Our tax dollars at work, huh? The other guy's like, no kidding. This place is a wreck. <laughs> Thankfully, most of those guys are dead now. So the chances of something like that happening again are slim and boom, fucking baller twins. <laughs> <laughs> and they're decked twins. out too they have like bombs and like all sorts oh of, like, yeah equipment. we've got run the jewels playing behind them <laughs> yes yeah. yes yeah. they bust into this place um mark and olivier have a little like heart to heart and they get home just in time to see debbie macking on paul oh. uh-huh uh-huh which mark's like oh uh these Duh, are costumes costumes and points to the tv as yeah. it shows the news report of them stopping the guys falls a, like, smug, oh falls a little smug with this and by the way okay who max on the couch with the news playing what who is wouldn't? what is so is the news an aphrodisiac that i didn't that i wasn't aware of depends just... on the newscast you're listening to yeah <laughs> Fuck, you're right this guy is if it's anderson cooper then oh does man it's all hands out yeah look at that guy look at that guy's hair chin. exactly and the quaff yes mm. maybe maybe they just had it on and they were just you know it was probably a show horny. before that and they were the... just horny one of those one of those hey come over let's news and chill yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what absolutely. old people do. That's what the that's what the boomers do now. That's what the boomers do. They version of Netflix and Exactly. It's just watch the news and chill. That's all it is. Uh, okay. The Nasdaq also, is down. You want a bone? Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, Are you feeling frisky? Oh God. <laughs> Mark also gets a brand new moniker in this news report where he is now Invincible. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I I'm Invincible. <laughs> and so he goes upstairs and he's, he's just so upset. He's so upset. I would be too. I would absolutely go sit on the roof after that. I love what he says, like Invincible. And then he's just sitting on the, on yeah, the roof and he's just. just Invincible boy. Yeah. <laughs> Eve shows up. They have a tender little moment, and then they, they, unbeknownst to them, are being watched, and not just watched, observed by Angstrom Levy. So Angstrom earlier Levy is alive. So earlier, you said that Doc Seismic is Invincible's like by, by default is his arch nemesis. I think that Doc Seismic is his Dr. Octopus because Angstrom Levy is his Green Goblin. Oh, yeah. I could. And and we had made the comparison between him and Doc Ock before. Yeah. Which I think. But this is when that works. switches. But I could flips. see, I could see um, Doc Seismic being more like a vulture or like a. Oh, that's fair. He's very, yeah. Like common a, criminal. Very common criminal villain common criminal, that always pops in. Like someone pops who's up. iconic, like, you know, yeah. Big Wheel. Part of, part of the Sinister Six, you know? Big yeah. wheel. 
Big Wheel. Big, big wheel. wheel. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Rocket Racer. <laughs> Rocket. Don't you fucking talk ill about Don't talk shit about Rocket Racer. Don't you fucking talk shit about Rocket Racer. What do you mean? I'm right there with you, Eric. We're we'll, rocket I, racer. I will. I will rock. drive the eight hours from here to Tucson to fight you. <laughs> I'll hop on my goddamn rocket well, skateboard and I'll whip your ass. Yes. Uh, <laughs> rocket, rocket racer, racer. Is the shit, dude. I I really hope you do because uh, I'm not there right now. Anyway, boogity boogity. So you're so, close to the air now. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So um, <laughs> this uh, penultimate chapter uh, kicks off with the threat of the Mahler twins attacking the, uh, the silo and have and we get to see that the investment in Darkwing for the dark for the Guardians of the Globe has really paid off. Not because he <laughs> fucking sucks. Uh -huh. Fuck Darkwing. <laughs> uh huh. Um, uh huh. He's right there knocked out. I'm like, good. Be dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like good. <laughs> Good. The way you should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Samson is also caught in the crossfire. Poor Samson. I know. I Poor feel Samson. bad. But not that. <laughs> so, but not for Darkwing. Darkwing's an asshole. So uh, Mark <laughs> continues his uh, his streak of busting into places with catchy quips, shouting, okay, party's over. Yeah, he drops that Mace Windu line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it a... Uh, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10 on the, on the intro quip on the scale. Quip? I, you know what? That's that's fair. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't argue higher than that. It's a gentleman six. It's I couldn't argue six. higher than that. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a good default. You know, it's like when, a, like, there's like a, there's like a good like lexicon of like lion, yeah, that, punch, that, lion. That's a good that like applies top, to all situations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, in retrospect, now because now I've made it a thing officially on this podcast, now it's a bit. Uh, we're gonna go back uh, to a prior chapter and talk about and rate the entrance of uh, Invincible. Did somebody say rescue? Did somebody say rescue? I'm going to yeah, give gonna... that an eight and a half out of 10. I was going to do the same thing. I'm going <laughs> to settle on an eight here because I, I think that's wonderful. <laughs> oh yeah. Plus, plus the situation that he used it in, it kind of deserves the eight. Actually, it, it deserves the eight. And I give it the extra half because of Eve's rebuttal. Yes. Okay. Fair. Very, very. I give so. it the eight because he perfectly timed it with Doc Seismic saying rescue. Yeah. So I'm going to. And we know that he doesn't have super hearing. So we know that they were just waiting for him. Yeah. He's literally <laughs> yes. just waiting outside for him to say the word he was, rescue. He was just waiting for an opportunity. <laughs> Heard him say rescue and said, I could use that. <laughs> he's like, Did you think he's, wait, wait. he's got like a little Rolodex of like. It's over. <laughs> He's so, a little thesaurus of like, times. what are words that are, go so, with rescue? Here I go <laughs> again. <laughs> so someone, wait. Oh, did someone say rescue? He said rescue. Let's go. He said rescue. Let's go. <laughs> so you're telling me that they carved through the earth, him and Adam Eve, to a certain like punchable spot where they just stopped and able to hear Doc Seismic monologuing. And mm -hmm. he was just, and Eve's probably just going like, what are you waiting for? Let's go in. And it's like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. We got we to gotta time this right. We got to time this right. That's why <laughs> it's that's like, why she says, oh, so this was your plan. Yeah. Exactly. Because they have. Exactly. We have they were just, waiting. We've just given you a peek behind the curtain of Robert Kirkman's Invincible. You're welcome. Boom. That's what we yeah, do. Nailed it. So, yeah. Uh, did someone say rescue? Eight out of ten. Uh, party's over. Gentleman, six out of ten. Gentleman six, understand. So, makes sense. Uh, and someone, please keep track of this because All right. this isn't going to be the long, 
last time. Listeners, no, not start us. a spreadsheet, baby. Not us. It's Listeners. a spreadsheet. We have a, we have a backboard of all of this right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to do. And it's eventually, once we get enough, yeah, exactly. we're going to do a Sweet 16. We're going to do a whole tournament. Yep. <laughs> yes. Um, it's going to be yes. great. Put so, a voting uh, online. It'll be yep. great. Exactly. Do top, top list. Yeah. So Olivier also makes his way over there as well. He engages the Mahler twins when they let off this nuke that is going to go into the sun and cause a giant solar flare. Uh, Mark flies up after it and he's like, dude, get out of here. You can't take the Mahler twins go. And um, he's wrong, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) He's very wrong because Olivier fucking kills these guys. (laughs) <laughs> that that is one of the biggest surprises in the entire series is yeah you know that Mueller twin knocks him into a thing into like a wall and he's like oh you guys are asking for it and just the next page the page turn full page. is him flying through the through guy with his guy. hand outstretched like he palmed right through Dude. this Mueller twin's chest yeah and then the next even, page, even an intestine gets caught on one of his yep. fingers. Gets yeah. caught on his fingers. Yeah. And then the it's... next page, when he's like coming out of the hole in the wall, and he just like flicks some of the blood off his shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's Damien Wayne. That's big Damien Wayne energy. Big Damien energy. energy. This is that is big Damien energy. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> that wow. is what BD. Wow. I am, That's I it. am coining this. This, this has is... never been made before, and you know, I'm is... marking it. This is a I'm child, you know that, right? right now, this is a thing now. <laughs> yeah, Wait, thank you. Big guys, I'm letting energy. Quinn know. Guys, really, yes. this this is, a, this is a child. Do you really this want to be Damien saying... So big... is Damien. I know, that's what Damien's I mean. Just, what are you talking about? I'm just saying it doesn't sound... Uh, it, I don't What's know. What's wrong with I acronyms? No, uh, I just... I, I don't know. BDE. It just, like, uh, big I don't Damien know. energy. Yeah, big okay. Damien energy. What's the uh, problem? All right. uh, no. I, well, all right. Let's, big let's, Damien so, energy. Continue, continuing on. So <laughs> Olivier continues on. Kills the other Mahler twin who is surrendering. Mind mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Punches his fucking mm-hmm. head in. And then a more Which that, no, that panel is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Yeah. That is Agreed. so gross. With his brain coming. Because he punches under his jaw. And everything just splurts out, out of yeah. the top of yeah. his head. Yeah. Like that a is, gush. That is where you get, you realize the investment in FCO. That yeah. is, the colors on that are sublime and disgusting. Yeah. It's just, bad. Ugh. It's bad. And then he turns around, also now having uh, BJE, Big Jason energy. Yeah. <laughs> what? It was an accident, I swear. I just... It just comes to me. I don't know what to tell you. But so <laughs> Mark, meanwhile, uh, is able to successfully um, uh, dis- self-destruct the missile. He flies yeah. back and uh, arrives just in time to see Cecil Stedman doing, uh, doing some questionable recruiting. Or consoling, whatever he wants I, to call I, I was it. Just saying, I think it's really just consoling. I, yeah. I don't I think so like, at all. No. Sedman's a snake. It's a snake. <laughs> He's a buster. Yeah. He is. No. He is. He honestly should have. He should have. Should have known better. Honestly, when he was like coming down to his to to Oliver's level, I was like, you you know who this kid is, right? So why are you putting his your hand on his shoulder and trying to console him when this is going to look really bad? And sure enough, you know. The, the next panel is just like Mark coming in. He's the guy hanging out of 
the teleport door trying to holler at Olivier. He's a scrub. <laughs> hey, don't is. worry about it. I got candy back here. You want yeah, some candy? Wanna, oh, geez. Do you want <laughs> to do you want an ice cream cone? I got some ice cream back here. Any flavor. And Mark, <laughs> recognizing the stranger danger, flies right in, <laughs> apprehends Cecil, says, I'm going to fucking kill you now. And Cecil's like, no, I was just trying to help your buddy. And that's when Mark realizes what has happened. Takes Olivier up out of the sky and unnecessarily unmasks himself. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of those times where mm-hmm. I'm like, you're still in public. There are yeah. satellites everywhere. Yeah, exactly. People have phones. Like, yeah, you should not be unmasking. But they have this argument where uh, we get that conversation that we alluded to earlier, where he's like, you know, human life is a precious thing. And Olivier says, no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> and I am, yeah. for the sake of this, because I just want to hear it, um, Malcolm, you're going to be Mark. And uh, Jacob, you're going to be Olivier. Okay. And we're going to start at them going into the sky with uh, Olivier's line, are you mad at me because I defeated those guys? Okay. Okay. Ready? Yes. All right, scene. Are you mad at me because I defeated those guys? You killed those guys. So what? They were bad guys. They killed people down there. I killed them. Now they can't kill anyone. You should be happy. That's not what we do. We don't kill. You do. You kill that guy who broke mom's arm. That was an accident. This was an accident. Okay, never mind. Start over. You shouldn't kill. We're not murderers, Oliver. But you didn't mean to kill them. Okay, I get that. The main problem I'm having here, the thing that worries me about this, is that you don't seem to care that you killed them. Why should I? How many times have you fought those guys now? How many people have they killed since the first time you fought? What you do is illogical. The logical thing to do would be to stop these guys permanently. That's what makes sense to me. There are laws and rules and, well, we can't just take that kind of responsibility for someone's life, for anyone's life. We're not infallible. What if we're wrong and someone we kill is innocent? What then? Human life is a precious thing. No, it's not. What? Precious human life is not, isn't precious, not in general, not everyone. People risk their lives every day. They kill each other. If they don't think their lives are important, why should I? Most of them are utterly insignificant. You sound like dad. So why is, why is that so, why is that bad? Was he so wrong? Did nothing he said make sense to you, even on a small level? Have you ever thought that maybe our father was right? Sometimes. Oh, man. First off, uh, give yourselves a hand. That was oh, thank fucking, you. Oh, thank you. So uh, fucking thank you. good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Damn. Like, I, I love that scene. Yeah. I absolutely love that scene. And the fact that it's Mark. It's bone chilling. The, far, the, 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 the fact that Mark actually says, like, yeah, sometimes like breaks my heart. So that's that's the interesting thing about a where Mark is right now and how we've seen him in the last 15 issues get a little more Viltrumite. 
Mm, uh, yeah. And then B, him being in this costume and his state of mind right now, where he's in a much darker place, leads to <laughs> that leads to that scene perfectly and sets it up of like, oh no, like maybe we should be worried about Mark. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like how uh, much, how much quick, of that vulture mite is coming out? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Real quick. Quinn said, uh, Eric, she loves you. That was hilarious. <laughs> she, you, she, she was, she was about that. So thank you, Quinn. BDE. I told friend. her BDE and BJE. Yeah. Big Damien <laughs> energy and big, and big Jason, Jason energy. energy. So oh, tell your friends, tell everyone, so, tell your friends. So we close out this volume with the final chapter. Um, starts out with a little little date that Mark and Eve are on. And Mark is visibly shaken by the uh, by the events of the previous issue. And Eve is not having it. She's like, look, you can't be moping this whole time. Like, let's go deal with it. And he's like, but like, I don't want like we have our time together. And she's like, look, dude, we have lots of time. I can fly too. We can go places. I'm not like, and she very clearly sets up the difference between her and Amber, which I like. I love that. I love that a lot. I'm just being like, listen, you don't have to make excuses with me. Like you could be upfront and honest with me. I could be there with you. Like, this is why we're going to work. Yeah. Which is really nice. And then they both like fly off together hand in hand. It's really cute. Yeah. And I love that line. Her actually saying that's why our relationship is going to work. Yeah. Fucking love that. Also, yeah. oh, go ahead, Jacob. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I, I just love the, the, the moment of them just smiling at each other after she says that because it's yeah. just, they yes. didn't need a kiss, they didn't need anything. It was just a mutual connection, just right from there, and then them flying off with their uh, hand in hand and everything. Oh, it's I, I just, uh, I love this relationship so much. Uh, so, so good. good. And it they're also good together, of, man. They're very good, and it also kind of I think is Robert Kirkman subtly saying like, hey that portion of storytelling for Mark is done. We've moved mm-hmm. past that, mm-hmm. which I like. I like that there's growth. Um, Mark does get a, another conversation with Olivier where they more or less just reaffirm both of their stances on this. Mark getting visibly upset because he's he cannot handle that this kid is a murdering psychopath and is a, or will be a murdering psychopath or could be a murdering could psychopath be. and is currently a little sociopath. Um, he leaves, and I think it's interesting too that Mark's um, Mark's wardrobe has changed. And I don't know if this is yes, it has. Yes, he is dressed like Nolan was uh-huh. at the beginning of mm-hmm. this series, and I think it's uh-huh. very telling, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and when he leaves the room, he runs into Debbie, who's just like, you know, what's going on? And he's like you don't want to know. And she's like, why? Because I'm not a superhero. I wouldn't understand. Like, and they've had this conversation already. Right. Yeah. And it ended very differently to how this one ends because it's like, she says, you need to start trusting me. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to start trusting you. And it's subtly like said, like you fucking told him I'm invincible. Like, fuck you. I'm out of here. Yeah. It is sad because you know, he's just lashing out. Uh, yeah, it, it is still yeah. kind of fucked up that Debbie very clearly told Paul. Yes. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. We do get a sweet uh, science dog poster on the next page. Oh, sweet yeah. science dog poster, baby. Oh, so good. 
Um, and so Mark gets another little uh, scene with Eve. He gets a scene with William. Yeah. Both of them are moving out of the dorm, and William's moving in with Mr. Rick Sheridan. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry. Uh, I got <clears throat> I just screamed for way for no reason, really. Uh, for no reason. No reason. No reason. Yeah. So Mark, you know, is going on patrol later, and he happens by Stronghold Penitentiary, where a very familiar face has shown up. Our boy Titan is here. And- I love that he recognizes him, too. He's like, hey, man. What's going on? Like, I know I haven't seen you since I helped you overthrow a criminal empire. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, what like, you been you up really to? I wouldn't recognize you. Yeah. He's like, you got fancier clothes now, but I still recognize you, Titan. Like, yeah. I know who you is. <laughs> and he's just, he's basically, and Titan is straight up like, if you so much as touch me, I'll have you brought up on harassment charges. And Mark's like, can you even do that? He says, try me. So he fucking backhands him. Like, okay, and he cool. says, you asked for it. Yeah. Dear back- God. Yeah. The politics of that panel is striking. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Get it? Get it? Like a palm oh, to the face. Boy. <laughs> so uh, Titan gets back up. Mark is starting to get to the point where he's not realizing his own strength. And that is... Yeah worrisome Uh for reasons Mm -hmm. um and then titan rocks on (laughs) he gets his rocks on and (laughs) he goes to fight invincible god damn um so they have a little scuffle and just then this giant fucking dragon shows up Who's just um, like, Titan, you took too long. Yeah, yeah. he's like, it's my turn now. What? Titan is basically what? is just like, yeah, man, fuck this, I'm out of here. He leaves while Invincible fights this dragon spirit. Uh, the dragon busts out multi-paul. They leave, and then we get this great little moment <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Russian <laughs> Electro, where he sees him like almost about to bust out. He's like, get back inside! He's like, sorry! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he goes back. Uh, meanwhile, over at Titan's place, you know, we get the uh, reappearance of Mr. Lou alongside uh, Multipaul and this giant of a man. And essentially, Titan's like, all right, dude, Isotope, you've been kind of sketchy. You betrayed your last boss. We've talked about you betraying me. You need to prove your loyalty right now. And Isotope just just pops them over to the Great Wall of China. And Mr. Liu reveals that his that that dragon was like his spirit or his avatar or his um, whatever you want to call it, uh, his his shaman king, his uh, shaman king. <laughs> his stand, if you will. Um, oh, wow. He basically, yeah, it has been too long since I've had a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure reference. It's really good. So uh, we know <laughs> that there is a war coming between Titan and Mr. Lou. There are going to be some issues. And uh, meanwhile, Mark and uh, re- Eve... Real, real quick, do you guys know the thing about Isotope? That he has a giant do you, do you, eye on his sh- shirt? So the character Isotope is based off of the owner of Isotope Comics. Fuck off, Really? Really? Yeah. So that's Duh. why his name is Isotope. That's cool. Uh, the guy lives in, cool. Yeah, because Isotope Comics is like in San Francisco, and it looks like him. It, it oh, looks like that guy. Oh. Which is why Isotope looks different in the show. 
Interesting. Oh. Because you'll notice the isotope looks distinctly different in the show. He doesn't oh, yeah. look like that. No, it's he true. doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, huh. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know yeah, that. I, don't, I can't remember the guy's name. It's like James something. But yeah. James Gordon. Yeah, that is uh anyway. that is that is isotope. James Gordon. James uh, Gordon. James Edwards. Oh my so, god. Um next issue or next issue next page we get the sequence between mark and eve where they're you know kind of having this nice little moment and eve asks him are you happy with me and it's just uh i fucking love these two man yep yep i fucking love this just it's so it's so good man like the two of them together, it's it's been it's been a long time coming, and I'm excited to get more of them together. Um, it, enjoy this puppy love that they have in these first few issues because it's so it's so early love, like early dating relationships, yeah, like kind of feels. It's yeah. so mm-hmm. it's so fantastic. So Mark heads back. He has a conversation with Olivier outside of the house, and the two of them are just they kind of get you know get a reconciliation of sorts um you guys want to take a stab at this scene oh oh yeah same same characters here all right yeah 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 yeah. we've got full we're the only book club to have full voice acting i just want to put that out there it's true (laughs) that's true that's true um so uh scene you didn't see me Nope. How high were you? Pretty high. I'm still not comfortable going out in space, though. Eh, give it time. I was kind of forced into it. This alien was on his way, and Dad called, and... What are you doing in costume? Did you... I didn't go anywhere. I know I'm grounded until you get over me being efficient. When you say it like that, you... Don't you see why I'm reacting this way? I'm sorry. I didn't... I did that because I was angry. It was irrational and unproductive. The truth is I have been thinking about this a lot lately and I'm inclined to agree with you. You and I have very different backgrounds, very different experiences, and mine have been gathered in such a brief span of time, they're easily, they're easily skewed. If you're willing to give these people a chance, if you care about them that much, maybe I'm wrong. I'm glad to hear that. Just please, Mark, respect that I'm different and from time to time my reactions might not be exactly what you expect of me. I can do that. Come here. And, and they hug then it out. we get the return of the BDE, the big Damien energy. Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man. Not only are they being spied on by Angstrom Levy, but Olivier is fucking lying through his teeth. That oh, thing. interesting. Uh, is actually, that you, what you think? That yeah. Is? That's, is that what that's you think? What I, that's what I took from that. Ooh, okay. Interesting. That I is thought he was seeing the he was seeing the thing in the in the uh, in, in the, the bushes. bushes. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's what it is, but interesting. That's how we I shall it. see. I, I guess we'll find out, huh? I guess, I guess we'll, we'll find, find out. out. So that wraps up volume ten of invincible um what did you what did you guys think of this volume uh overall and did you have a favorite moment let's kick things off with malcolm 
Uh, I know we haven't been rating these volumes, but this one would rate pretty high for me. Agreed. I think it might be the best one that we've read so far. Um, I think it might be the best one that we've read so far. It's uh, a big turning shift for Mark. I appreciate that the first three issues of this arc and the second three issues of this arc feel entirely different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good uh, escalation of the character and of the characters and of the tone uh, that does help with the visual difference as well for FCO. Um, I thought it was a, if you're going to bring in a colorist, it's a good idea to bring in that colorist at the end of like a new era. You know, it's, that's yeah. a smart choice. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I only bigger things coming from this uh, favorite moment. I mean, Issue 50 as a whole is like a favorite moment for me. Yeah. It's so good. Yes. It's so good and so well structured and just such a such a good like measure of okay, here is where we are in the world right now. We're gonna completely destabilize everything that you know. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of perfect. Agreed. Jacob. Um real quick, Jacob story. When I was getting into this comic, um, I was getting into all the tradebacks leading into up to the point of where the comic was actually g- coming out in singles. Yeah. And it was about, it was actually the last, the last, uh, what do you call it? The last trade that it was around like 45, 47, somewhere around there when I actually like got the singles, but it wasn't until this book, uh, when the issues for this trade were coming out that I started getting all the issues by, uh, every month it was th- wow. and it was and it was and it was leading up to the 50th um issue and i was like wow you know what wow. i can't wait i can't it was basically i was getting the trades going yeah i can wait probably and i'll wait till like the next trade comes out because they were coming out yeah. pretty frequently at that point and then i started buying the hard covers and that took up most of my time because it was just so much in such a little time. I yeah. couldn't wait anymore. And I started, this is rare. I started getting the single issues and being too impatient to, to wait for the hard <laughs> covers and everything like that. It was, it was, this was the turning point. And oh my God, was this a time to pick up this book from between uh, what is it? 47, 48 of where we let, uh, of where this first one starts at. Yeah. 48 from 48. 48 onward to 53. I could, you could not, you could probably power an entire city from the, um, relentless, uh, weight of impatientness of for the next volume every time it would come out because I couldn't <laughs> wait i was so i would read i would read it again i would go back and read it again <laughs> and just be like i can't i can't get over like what's going on and how beautiful this it, 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 it's drawn from just like like i said uh the yeah. turning when he started getting his new suit it was just like oh this is this is just spider-man this is just spider-man fully getting into the dark suit Spider-Man and how mm-hmm. much Mark is becoming an actual Vultramite. As he's getting stronger, he's getting, his Vultramite-ness is coming out stronger as well. And I don't think he real, and that's the thing, he kind of doesn't realize that. So uh-huh. it's, it's him like discovering what his actual, what it means to be an actual Vultramite in this, in this volume. This is default, my favorite volume that we've read so far as well. Uh, a little biased because it is the first volume where I was actually being consistent with it, but 
so much happens in this that pushes Mark to the edge and to that dark element of yeah. his Voltermiteness that, oh, yeah. that it's just like from here on in, I was hooked. I was like, I need, uh, like, I cannot wait to see where he's going. I can't wait to see how this is going to probably blow up in his face and how much <laughs> like, how much like Oliver and, and, and uh, um, all uh, and Eve like are going to come along and everything like that. The, the relationship between Eve is oh so beautiful and so mature and so understanding. And they, they're grow These characters are actually growing. That was, that was yeah. like up to this point, I was like, wow, these characters are, actually growing this isn't like yeah. another issue of spider-man where it's just like well same old thing same different right. day you know there's just, there's no reset with this like those yeah. char- these characters will always change yes like, they will always grow and evolve and adapt which like is like real people like yeah. real yeah. people and, and i i just had the in most enormous respect for robert kirpin of treating their reader treating the readers like actual like uh competent people because of just like you, you want more of the story. Good. Then I'm gonna grow it even more from here, and we're just gonna keep changing things. It's yeah. This is mwah, a beautiful start. If anybody uh, mm-hmm. has let like led up to here, like this is the this is the place where things mm-hmm. start kicking off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Like this is this yeah. is one of my favorite volumes as well. Um, oh, uh, sorry. The f- favorite moment is it's 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 issue fifty. It's always issue yeah. fifty. It's always it's issue fifty. Yeah. It's, it's issue fifty. It's issue fifty. Um, I do need to give a very close number two to the moment uh, between Eve and Rex. <laughs> Invincible, huh? Yeah. <laughs> completing their arc, just like the shrug, the Nightwing yeah. shrug. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's fantastic. I am very excited to continue with this. I'm really excited to, um, and it's cool, like looking back at how far these characters have come. And just so everyone is aware, um, if you have, for whatever reason, been listening to this book club and not reading the books, um, the first 10 volumes that we've covered in all the episodes up so far are on Comixology for free. Uh-huh. You haven't read them or it's been a while or you need, you know, if you want to go back and read some of them while you listen to these episodes, you can. They are absolutely free. The first 10 volumes are free on Comixology. Uh, uh-huh. I've been really big into uh, digital comics thanks to Malcolm over the past year. Woo! And um, yeah. it's it's honestly, for me, it's kind of the best way to experience this comic. Yeah, um, we are not especially the color comicsology. I have to yeah. say that real quick. We could totally be, we could totally be sponsored by comicsology. Hey, yo, comicsology, get at me! I got like thirteen thousand digital comics on your server. Get at me! Do it. <laughs> yeah. But no, you're saying Malcolm, uh, especially the colors. Since yeah, since this is right around the era of uh, the dawn of like digital coloring, uh, and that's that's why so many modern books look so good now because it's all digital art. But yeah, it's yeah. especially digital coloring. And so it really lends to a different visual feel when you read it digitally. Like it, it really pops. Yeah. Um, and FCO is one of those digital colorist guys that it, it really pops. Like mm-hmm. it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. strong. It's such a, I agree more. So, um, but that's going to do it for invincible volume 10 next week. We are jumping into invincible volume 11 entitled happy days. <laughs> It is going to be issues 54 through 59. And the synopsis goes like this. 
Invincible and Adam Eve are dating at last, but Mark has just recently moved back in with his mom and half-brother. To make matters worse, Mark finds himself staring down the deadliest bunch of villains he's faced thus far, including the astounding Wolfman. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes. I kind of feel like this might be another come down volume, but we'll see. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we see. We'll find out, won't we? Uh, another, another tease for next week, if I may. Please. Yes. The future. The past. The Wolfman. Powerplex, yes, and Gary. Fuck, <laughs> Gary. No, no. Gary. I thought we were done with him. Yes, yes. All right. So tune in <laughs> next week. Tune in to the next Invincible Friday, same geek time, same geek channel for Volume Eleven of Invincible entitled Happy Days and the next edition of the Geeksplain book club. But for now, for Geeksplain, this is Eric Azana. I'm Malcolm Russell Nelson, and Conquest is coming. Conquest is coming. Uh, uh, Jacob Brown and, oh man, Powerplex. Oh man. (laughs) (laughs) And we will see you next time. Gary. Gary.
Oh, I fucking hate you both. Okay. Um, <laughs>